0: everybody. We wanted to start off this week's episode talking about a new electronics brand that Morgan and I are obsessed with and they're called Studio. Studio makes headphones
1: and earbuds that not only have outstanding sound quality, but they also design headphones as
0: an accessory that you'll be excited to wear around. So true. Morgan and I both got the Black Regent design, which are Studio's premium on ear model, and they're so cute. So cute. So cute. The combination of high polished metal and matte surfaces embodies the vision of Scandinavian design. They also come with custom designed interchangeable caps so you can change them up whenever you feel like it change it up for your mood
1: Regent are the perfect companion for anyone on the go they will connect to any device that has bluetooth or you can use an aux cord that they also provide and they also give you
0: 24 plus hours of battery life that's a lot of life that's life (laughs) Now don't get us wrong, these headphones are handy, super chic, and contemporary, but they also deliver some of the best sound quality I've ever heard. They provide impeccable clarity in the instrumental tones, well-balanced sound, and definition.
1: Studio also has a multitude of earbuds from hard pairs to those nice
0: soft ones that are great for people like me with little tiny ear holes and they get <laughs> sore. <laughs> I get it. You can get a pair of your own Studio headphones today, and if you use our offer code, the Sisters Grim, you can get 15% off your entire order. That's right, use promo code THESISTERSGRIM, that's T H E
1: S I S T E R S G R I M M. that's right, two M's, to get 15% off your very own pair of studio headphones or earbuds. Trust us, you won't be disappointed. The Sisters Grim Podcast is intended for mature audiences
0: only. Please, listen at your own discretion. tip through the window
2: Blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial killer in the nation, the light stalker. The Boston Strangler. The son of Sam, the infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie? Two mm-hmm. coming Hi, I'm Jackie, wanna play? Get away from her, you bitch! No. The Sisters Podcast. How'd
0: you do this? I'll show you. show you. show Waco in the morning like I'm David Koresh. Welcome <laughs> to the Sisters Podcast.
1: Wow, that's like a big teller of what this episode's gonna be.
0: You know what's a bigger teller? The title on iTunes and the description.
1: Whoa
0: true yeah remember we've had this conversation like the let past like Blows my mind every time this is a sister's Grimm podcast everybody this is the first uh cult episode we'll be doing yeah
1: we're gonna do a series of cults
0: we're gonna do a series of cults it only took 42 episodes but finally morgan said it was okay to do cult it's not that i don't like really enjoy cults i'm just more into like other stuff Okay. That's... But I, I like
1: cults. I've been getting more in.
0: That's funny because the next thing on my notes was, Morgan, what is it exactly about cults that doesn't appeal to you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I guess it's just because it's it seems... It's less about, like, just, like, someone being...
0: I don't know. But if you don't learn about... <laughs> if you don't know anything about them... No, but I do
1: know things about them. I guess I think it's crazier when someone doesn't... They do it for themselves. Or they do it for some reason. I feel like when you... They're do like lone it, wolves. You do it They're not being like...
0: charismatic. They're not like with a big group of people. What? You like it when they're riding solo? Yeah, I solo. I like it when they ride, ride in solo. Ride solo? Okay, so we are going to be talking about the Branch Davidians today. Yes. And I would just like to say, obviously, I love cults. Yeah. I would love to start my own cult. It'll be super chill. Nothing apocalyptic. I don't think the don't world's call ending. Don't a cult. No. It's gonna... No, my cult is going to be called This Is A Cult. I want complete 100% transparency. I just want (laughs) to... I just want to be able to... I'm gonna make money. I'll figure something out. And I want just to be able to say I'm in a cult. Plus, there's that principal I had who told mom that he he thought I was gonna grow up and be a cult and I want to be in a cult... I want to be a cult leader just in the off chance that that man is watching the news and my cult has done something and he'd be like, Helen, oh my I'm God. psychic. I knew this little girl was going to become a cult leader. Yeah. I wouldn't have an arsenal of guns. Like you can come and go as you please. You don't have to ostracize family and friends. Right. You do... There will be a dress code, and you can only wear flip-flops from the Dollar Tree.
1: No! Those are the most uncomfortable flip-flops. I one time wore a pair, and they hurt my feet so bad. I know.
0: That's what you get. No. We will also have swords, machetes, and Molotov cocktails, but just, like, in case. Kind of like how you learn karate, but you don't learn it to practice it. Okay. Okay. You don't learn karate to, like... I will not be
1: joining your cult.
0: Who says you are invited? Oh, you have to be invited to your cult? Sounds like a cult. Morgan, my cult is called... This is a cult. So my cult is... I yeah, don't want to be in it. A cult. Cool, I don't want you to be in it either. <laughs> um, so, let's see. We're talking, like I said, about the Branch Davidians, led by David Koresh, most commonly known leader of the Branch Davidians, I found out more, okay, I have to mention this. None of you can see this, but Morgan has a scarf, and she has worn it maybe, like, 15 different ways in the past <laughs> five seconds, and now I she just looks... keep moving it around. You look like Padme from The Phantom Menace. <laughs> Thank you. That's, like, very sweet. I'm, it's not rude. So, enough about my grassroots cult and Morgan's scarf. Um, I uh, I wonder if you could do Kickstarters for cults. Be like, hey. Why not? You d- can do a Kickstarter for like a boob job, so how, how, why not? Yeah, why not? So, I'm not going to say who, but like while I was doing uh, research for this, I realized that David Koresh bears a striking resemblance to someone in our family, which I thought was yeah. weird. Uh, I already told Morgan off mic. I'm not going to say it on mic, obviously, but I thought that was sort of funny. Um, so, David Koresh was like a fuckface. Yeah, um, he was like a
1: very egotistical... Oh,
0: he he's a psychopath. Yeah. He was 100% a psychopath. And also, but what the Branch Davidians and what people mostly know is Waco. Yeah. The whole Waco situation. That whole thing with Waco. So, I thought that it That's made... That's what we call Waco. That's what we call Waco. Poor Waco. It's like Columbine. Like, they can't get yeah. away from that. Which is weird because I'm going to be bringing that up. I thought it would make sense to do the Branch Davidians now because... And not to, like, spoiler alert, skip to the end, but it all ends very tragically on April 19th of 1993. And April 19th the day before is... before
1: Columbine happening.
0: Well, I get to that. So, this episode will either come out before, after... Before, on, or after April 19th, depending on, you know, when it drops and how we're all feeling. Let's try to make it come out on April 19th. But that's, like, kind of later. We'll see. Um, But I think that April 19th is just kind of one of those days, like, that kind of weird shit Mm -hmm. happens. But Well, it's coming up. Are you nervous? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it I is uh, mean, I Mercury
1: know th- in retrograde right now. We are I, Mercury well, and Jupiter are both in retrograde. I
0: right think now. Mercury's out of retrograde right now.
1: No, it goes out on four twenty, after oh. Aries season ends.
0: I'm pretty sure. That's ill. Um, right. Lit. So, uh, I mean, I obviously shitty sh- shit happens every single day. Yeah. But I I thought that more shit had happened, but there will there's one that made me keep all of this. So also Timothy McVeigh carried out the Oklahoma City bombings on April nineteenth of nineteen ninety five. Right. Although he did it on purpose as an homage to the Waco incident. He was actually mm. at the Waco incident.
1: What the fuck? Yeah, I knew he was I at said. Waco.
0: Oh, what the yeah. Hell? Um also on April nineteenth, the Boston Marathon bombing suspect was killed by police. Okay. And on But April- that wasn't the day that the bombing was? No. But on April nineteenth, nineteen seventy one. Charles Manson was sentenced to death. Damn. And he never. And he never. And he just died naturally. <laughs> I, so I got a lot of my inf- and by kind of by I mean I got all of my information mostly from Killer Cults. It's this time life like special they put out. It literally just came out, and people are <laughs> pick yours up at your local Target. Yes, it's so um, you can it can only be displayed until four twenty of 8, twenty eighteen. Interesting. It is very interesting. It's cool. It has the Branch Davidians. It has Heaven's Gate. It has Charles Manson. It has Charles Manson, which I'm now thinking more and more is a cult, but it's so crazy because those things that I mentioned happening, like bombing, this is all about bombing. Yeah, Like cult, like uh, Manson, cult leader, you know? everything happens for a reason. Also, like you were saying before, so Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris had originally planned to bomb Columbine High School on the 19th um in 1999. But then they were like, let's get high and videotape ourselves. Instead. I guess. but And they were also doing it as an homage to Waco and Oklahoma because as true crime fans, would all, it looks like Tuesday's hugging Charles Manson right now. And honestly, I can't. She's hugging the fucking magazine I, with him on it. I like put that magazine in my freezer at nighttime because I don't want Marshall Applewhite looking at me. I By the understand. way, Google Marshall Applewhite, you will cry. So I don't really know why the boys... We did it on the 420. Yeah.
1: Maybe Maybe. because it was 420 and they were trying to be more ill.
0: Maybe. IDK. Who knows? So, to get back into the Branch Davidians, also sorry if all of this paper is picking up, because I am computerless right now, so I'm, like, getting all my information on the streets and shit. So, the Branch Davidians was originally founded in 1929 by Victor T. Hautif as a small Seventh Day Adventist. Movement, and then in 1955 it was taken over by Ben Roden, who believed he was a prophet from God. You know, like, like all cult leaders. Did. So David Koresh grew up actually in this cult, and in 1987 he challenged uh, Roden because at this point um, Roden's son George took over because I think Ben was old, and he and so George was like, "I'm the Messiah now," and then David Koresh was like, uh "No, bitch, right. I'm the Messiah." And I think George was like killed by like a rival cult leader. I don't know. I it, that information was sort of difficult to obtain. Obtain. Also, David Crush's real name was Vernon Wayne Howell. And around like maybe two years after he started being the leader, he decided to change his name to David Crush, hmm. which makes sense. I don't know why they were called the Davidians. Maybe it was after the teachings of. David from the Bible right? because they're obviously worshipping the Christian God in this uh, yeah. cult so, do they do the whole speaking in tongues I don't know they don't talk about that mm-hmm. um, in 1985 George Roden took over and then David was like no way Jose and George you know did just take it lying down and so they both shot at each other And George was sent to jail, and Vernon, a.k.a. David Koresh, usurped the role and became leader. And also became David Koresh. Why he did not go to jail, that's how charismatic he was. Did he die, the guy he shot? No, he ended up dying for an, an unrelated reason. Yeah. So the main tenet of the Branch Davidians was that the world was coming to an end very soon, which was why God they was lived down just that the world was coming to an end and that they had to live the way they did so that they would live, you know, eternally better than the rest of us apparently. And so that's why they lived in a compound because they also believed in, uh, what is it called? Secular survival because they th- thought that they were gonna, going to be persecuted for their cult. Mm-hmm. Um, so David Koresh led the group like an authoritarian monster. He would have people spanked for disobeying. There was literally a room called the spanking room. Ew. Which sounds... Disgusting
1: and horrifying. Super
0: Fifty Shades of Grey and disgusting. Um,
1: spanking is the worst thing ever. Don't do it to your children.
0: Yeah, don't... Don't. Um, Koresh also used food as a means to control his followers. Rations were small and always changing. Some days they'd have soup... And some days all they would eat were some popcorn. Hmm. And that is, and like you would also make them stay awake for long periods of time. And that is how you break a person down yeah. and make them rely entirely on you is by making them completely out of it. Dehydrated. Because you'll do anything to sleep. Exactly. And yeah. you'll do anything to, you know, make your, like your body goes into survival mode. And so you... And you're you just like, I'll
1: do this one last thing just so I can like sleep after this. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, strict rules like this, and also making people disoriented, is a really good way. And, uh, was really, really, really good at it. Another rule was that men weren't allowed to have sex, even with their own wives. But, Kresh could have sex with them whenever he wanted, because he believed that his seed was the only one to be used to make children. Hmm. Yeah. It's weird that no one's like, huh, like, every dude is just like, that's fine. Like, what? I think it was... Okay, because do you remember on um, American Horror Story Cult, like, how all the dudes, like, slept in the basement? Yeah. I mean, they do David Koresh on that episode. Yeah. Uh, oh. It's just so bonkers. So good. It's... But, I mean, that's how it was. And that's how it was in a lot of... It's either everyone's having sex or just the leader is having yeah. sex. Or, I mean, it's all just horrible. And he was also having sex with, with little minors. Girls, yeah. um, he was disgusting. Like I said, he was a pedophile. He married a 14 year old girl when he was 24. That's gross. That's disgusting. And they had some children. He had a lot of children. So, psychiatrists who have studied Kurush categorize him as a psychopath due to his ability to be so charming and persuasive. So mm-hmm. persuasive that Branch Davidians gave all of their personal belongings away and money to David Koresh when they entered the cult. Yep, and so he that was how money. that's how he had an income. Like everyone else drove pieces of shit cars, and he had like. <laughs> A really nice car. I couldn't think you don't of know one. the actual one. I work with car. Co- I do car shit all the time, but I couldn't think of a really nice. He were, he he like drove like a really nice black Benz or something. Nice, like yeah. a BMW. Yeah, but that's like a shitty thing to do when you're yeah. telling people like give away all your earthly possessions because why does it yeah. matter? And then you're just using them all of them. Right. That means that you're a shitty cult. Well, you're a good cult leader since that's apparently what cult leaders do. So followers were uh, mandatory. It was mandatory for followers, rather, to go to sermons two times every single day. (sighs) And Koresh would most... That sounds like the worst. That sounds like fucking hell. It's just like, that's so much... Too much. Time. That's too much. And literally, it was... All it was, was how... All it would be was Koresh talking about... about himself? Mm-hmm. How only he understood the scriptures. Like, only he truly God them. Like to explain it to them. Yeah, because, like, he fucking went to a Starbucks with God one time and they, like, talked or something, like, stupid... Fu- I mean, you yuck. know... Yuck.com. Yuck.com. So, Koresh was also incredibly paranoid about the government and started buying firearms as a mean of protection. Right. Not as much as, um... The government made it seem, right. but I mean, they did have, I they mean, had some weapons. they were in Texas. I'm pretty sure you just, did yeah, it. I mean, you, come on. When you buy a house in Texas, it just comes with a gun. There, uh, that's like a thing. That's like the guns. Like, well, haven't
1: you ever seen that episode or not that, that episode? Um, Oh, what's that Michael Moore documentary?
0: Oh, the one about, well, they have, I think it was Texas.
1: I think it was Texas where they had, like, if you sign up for this bank, you get a gun. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's That's, like, like, if you, like, become it's a crazy. member of this certain little town
1: bank, you get a firearm.
0: Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Some, like, crazy person with, like, someone comes in, robs the bank, but they end up getting a bank account, and then they give them a gun. True. So but how many guns do you think this bank has in it? I don't know, but that's... That's ridiculous. That means that bank has an arsenal of guns. Yeah. So, uh, after a while, Koresh's paranoia got worse, and he was uh, ended up relying on his followers for support as much as they relied on him. Right. And was always telling them to... Like, always forcing them to tell him, like... Yes. Their deepest, darkest secrets. No, no, no. Like, you were right. You're the messiah. Like, just to reassure him. Because... He had... uh, I like a lot of my exes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Some of your exes are sociopaths, no doubt, and we all know that those are basically the same thing. Um, And, I mean, he was a psychopath who didn't kill... Well, I mean... We'll get to it. So... Kurash preached to his followers that an apocalypse was coming and they needed to be prepared and learn secular survivalism, which is why they lived in the compound. When people think of David Koresh and the Brantavidians, Waco is usually what people remember the That's most. That's what I know. That was the big old thing. So on February 28, 1993, the FBI went to the compound to serve two arrest warrants. The first one was for child abuse against David Koresh because they found out that he was sleeping with girls as young as 11. The second one was for 11, yes. Illegally stockpiling weapons. So Waco is considered one of the biggest fuck-ups the FBI has ever committed because they handled the situation incredibly poorly. They completely miscalculated the situation. Okay. Um, there were not as many guns as they thought. I will, um, towards the end, I will talk about how did the police hear about them? Because I mean, he's a cult leader. So he was getting really big. Like he was getting really big. I mean, like... Were people, like, well, cause people having were... to stay in the compound? Or were, they,
1: were people, like, going around and, like, oh, no, preaching no. him? Oh, no,
0: no, no. They were forced to be there, and they heard about it, and then they heard about all these allegations of him being a pedophile. Yeah. So the FBI stormed the compound on February 28th, but they feared that if they didn't use force, that they would be in danger because of all the f- guns that supposedly were there. Mm-hmm. But Crush knew that they were coming. They were, like, staking out the Branch Davidians for a really, really, really long time. And they could tell. And David Koresh found out. So the first siege began with the ATF, which is, what is it, alcohol, tobacco, and firearm something. Okay. Um. So they broke into the compound through, like, windows. like They, they crashed through, like, SWAT team style? Yes. Yeah, sw- like, I think they were SWAT team people. Like, when okay. you watch the footage from it, I think it's SWAT team people, but it's the FBI. I don't know. I think they may be the same thing. Also don't know. They uh, break in and the first thing they do is use tear gas to force <sighs> the cult out. Wow. That's but, fucked up. But there was a shootout because, and because nobody could fucking see anything because of tear of gas. Yes. Four government agents died and six Branch Davidians died. Wow. During the first any of them children? We don't know if any of them were children, but I wouldn't doubt it. And it is that. So the FBI, I don't know why I left. So the FBI continued to stake out the compound for 51 days. The whole Waco thing started on February 28th and it did not end until April. So so
1: they he was holding- broke in, they did the tear gas, they fought and shoot shot out, and then the Branch Davidian people stayed there longer?
0: They stayed. Because David Crush was holding them all hostage. Including the rest of the People no, the, all, FBI. no the, peop- the FBI realized that they had made a horrible mistake and all left.
1: Oh, fuck. So they
0: were like, we went about this all wrong. They did not realize that the Branch Davidians were way more prepared yeah. for them coming than... Like, they thought that they were, like, fucking slick and cool as fuck, yeah. but they knew. Well, it's stupid to use tear gas, because isn't that going to fuck you up, too? You would think? Well, they... No, because they were wearing gas masks, because okay. they had obviously... Still, that's like a poor idea. It's not, especially if you're planning on using a gun. I mean, I've never seen tear gas, but I'm guessing you can't see through it. Especially if it's making you tear up, doy. Right. You know when you can't, you know the best time to shoot a gun? Not when you're crying. (laughs) No, definitely not. So, during the 51 days, there was negotiating with Koresh, uh, mostly to let the children leave, which at some points he did. Um, maybe right now I'll play a couple little clips um, of the uh, the negotiations yeah. between David Koresh and um, because he was con- they were like talking all the time with him, so I'll play one of those now.
2: His name's Koresh, according to scripture. So his religion oppressing its people. That's all right. When he comes again, he has a book. Let him be oppressed. Let him judge. Then shall he speak to them in his wrath and bets on the his pleasure. People are fixing to get an ass kick in. When Christ comes again, you saw it, he's going to bring a... And it has seven... Seals. Why do the heathen rage? What's their problem? America, this is the biggest lie that's ever been put before the American public ever. Oh. Yeah, this lieutenant Lieutenant Leach, ma'am. Yeah, there's 75 men around our building and they're shooting at us in Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel? Yeah, tell them there are children and women in here to call it off. All right, all right, uh... 50. Whoever wants to go out... No, 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 no. Don't tell, me, don't, don't tell me that. Tell me that you're sending somebody out. I'm not going to... You don't see, you don't understand about these people yet. Okay, you don't understand about the people here yet, either. Okay, well, if this is the way we want to play, then we come well, to the I'm not point wanting to win. play anything. Look, if you no, are no, playing. No, I'm not no, no, up no. And one of the tanks up there is playing. No, nobody is. People just want to see some progress. Some progress is being made. You don't realize what kind of progress is being made. There are people all over this world... Who are going to benefit from this book of the seven seals? You don't seem to understand. And what you don't seem to understand is is that the people you want to see that kind of progress, but other kind of progress. There's no reason why you couldn't be doing the same very thing that you're doing now within okay. the planet. not true. Uh, what you're saying is not based why on truth.
0: Yeah, he's fucking insane. He's bonkers, cuckoo bananas. So, um. It's really hard doing notes on a yellow pad. I don't know why. I keep forgetting where I am every time. So, like I said, Waco was and is still historically known as one of the biggest fuck-ups of the FBI. Um, They changed up their hostage negotiators, all of whom had different tactics, which really fucked with David Koresh because some of them would play towards how he's such a narcissist, like they, some of them would do good cop, some would do bad cop. Um, of all of the negotiators, the best was Dwayne Fusillet, who also worked um, during the Columbine thing. The F—he was retired, I believe, at the time, and F- the FBI was like, "You're the fucking best. Get here now." But that was also when they—they they didn't realize that Dylan and Eric had committed suicide, right. the, like moments after. Um, was the only negotiator who made any progress with Koresh. He was the only one who was able to, like, some people were able to leave. Yeah. A lot of the adults were arrested. But, I mean, like, whenever Fusilay would talk to Koresh, like, that was when Koresh would be like, okay, I guess I'll let some kids. Because that's what became, I mean, not that humans, or that. Good for that guy. That adult. He's very good. Yeah. He's very good. I feel like I'd be good at that you could be I mean you never know until you're in that situation I mean you just literally have to this makes me want to go back and watch Mindhunter yeah or read Columbine so Fusilet believes that if he could have talked to Crush a little longer the horrific ending that happened could have been prevented yeah because they were literally like negotiating until the very end and then Janet Reno just like fucking dropped the hammer and I it shit went bad so shit went south i personally remember waco very vividly because for whatever reason at my tiny little christian school they decided it was okay to play wow all of the waco footage that's awesome i was well i was six and there were children dying yeah so well tell the story well anyways wait, wait tell what story of when they died. Of when they died. Well, I mean, I'm just telling you where I was in time. We also had to watch the Oklahoma City bombing situation. That was messed up. So the FBI used very, very weird tactics because obviously, like I've said, their main thing was getting these people out of there. Mm-hmm. And so they used really weird tactics to try to get them out. They had like huge loudspeakers and they would play Tibetan uh, like chant music, which like maybe they liked Tibetan chant music.
1: Yeah,
0: they also played Christmas carols because hearing weird. Which here, yeah, listening to Christmas. One time,
1: side note: I had a class, and we it wasn't punishment, but we we were doing. I don't remember what the project was, but the teacher basically didn't want to be there very long. So he was like, "I'm gonna play the movie Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy, and I'm <laughs> gonna turn the volume up every ten minutes.
0: Ew! So you're wow. gonna
1: want to do this quick." That is literally torture. torture. That's worse than being waterboarded. Yeah. Because that movie fucking sucks.
0: That sucks so
1: bad. It was funny, though.
0: Um, one more tactic that they used was they played... The co- one I just said. No. <laughs> they constantly played the song, These Boots Were Made for walk
1: <laughs> What? Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. You know what song they should have played?
0: Mambo number five, even though it hadn't come out yet. Yeah, Mambo
1: number five. But also, I don't think this one came out yet. But you know that one from the movie Disturbia, the one that's really annoying. Disturbia. Remember that movie with Shia LaBeouf?
0: Yeah, I feel like that's. I don't remember um, who any... hasn't seen that movie. Yeah, but I could not tell you one song in
1: it. It's when he's like trying to like annoy that girl that she's having that party, in, and he plays that song, and it's like. Okay. Don't. No. 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 Is it by Bjork? Maybe. Oh wait. And it's that one that's like. Um,
0: is it that one that's like la cut la my la life la into pieces? oh you know yeah, Maya Rudolph's mom
1: yes, okay, that's funny
0: don't you know that don't
1: but you know what I'm talking about that would be a bad one to play try do, 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 do. try try. <laughs> Yeah, I can't hit that now.
0: <laughs> and Morgan floated away because she turned into helium.
1: So, I'm on... sorry,
0: that was probably ugly. No, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Thank you. You're welcome. So uh, with that, at any rate, uh, a word from our sponsors. Holly, do you know what one of my biggest pet peeves is? Is it when Tuesday starts eating our food loudly, right, as we're about to start recording the podcast every week? <laughs> yeah, but also,
1: you know, like when your headphones or your earbuds or whatever get all tangled up and there's a million
0: little knots and you can't get them out? Oh, I hate that, too, which is why I've been loving our new Studio Bluetooth headphones. Even the cord they do provide, if you don't feel like using Bluetooth, isn't one of those skinny little cords that get tangled super-duper easy. Everything about the Studio design is asleep. And unbelievably streamlined process.
1: Studio was inspired by the beauty and vibrance of Stockholm, Sweden, and they believe remaining true to their Scandinavian roots is what has helped get them where they are today.
0: Studio wants to revolutionize the way consumers see headphones and earbuds, not just as a tech device, but also as a gorgeous accessory that you'll be proud to wear out and about. I know, I've already taken several cute photos with my headphones. (laughs) Holly and
1: I both got the Regent On-Ear model, and we also both got the really cute marble interchangeable caps that they provide, and people keep coming up to me asking me where I've got them, because they don't look like any other headphone really out there, like on the market right now.
0: No, uh, same here. They're definitely a piece of art, and you can wear them around, and as an artist, I'm obsessed. Their minimalistic look is very cute. Um, studio
1: also has smaller earbuds like their tray design that are amazing for working out they're sweat proof and they have custom wingtips so they fit very securely around your
0: ear what the frick are you waiting for go to their website (laughs) studio.com to get your first pair of headphones or earbuds and if you use our promo code the sisters grim that's with two m's you'll get 15 percent off That's right.
1: The Sisters Grimm, two M's for 15% off your entire order today.
0: So once they got towards the end, the most important thing obviously was to get the children out because they were planning another siege and they didn't want to hurt the kids. Um, I mean, this was a huge thing. It lasted literally over a month. There also were tanks, uh, and if you are paranoid that the government is coming to get you, and you see a tank coming towards, oh you, shit! That is, that is confirmation, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hey, remember that time that I thought the government was gonna fucking come at us with everything they have? There's Panzers. There. No, yes, yeah, seriously, Panzers are German tanks. Right. They went just to tanks. They went back in time to World War Two, and they brought them tanks, and they brought them Panzers. So, Panzers. Yeah, Panzer tanks cool cool and um so whenever the tanks would drive towards the compound cult members would literally hold children up to the window and be like hey remember all there's fucking kids in here yeah and how we're holding them hostage wow yeah that's like really that's scary fucked up if i was that kid i'd be like um could you not can you stop holding me up please i'd be like Ugh, thanks now i'm in fucking tmz so, um, so also Koresh used the children, um, as hostages so that he could get whatever he wanted. So when FBI officials would ask for Koresh to send them videos or put kids on the phone so that they can make sure that the children were okay, Koresh would have the kids, basically toddlers, cry and be, and like little kid voices just asking the FBI if they were going to come and kill them Mm. because David was telling them that the government wants to kill you. Yeah. And so just, that's heartbreaking that he fucking did that to children. It fucking makes me so angry. So, now it's time to start talking about Janet Reno. You probably don't know who Janet Reno I do was, not. because well, when all of this happened, you let's be honest, you were a baby. Yeah, you were not even one. You were brand new, fresh out the oven. For so, sure. um, Janet Reno was the Attorney General during the Clinton administration, and he had literally just been sworn in. Uh, and Janet Reno wa- had literally only been the Attorney General for a couple of months, maybe one month. Before literally one month because uh, inauguration's January 20th. Right. And so, yeah, she'd only, and then, so she has to deal with fucking this and make that huge ass. So she had to make the decision of whether or not the FBI was going to go back in for a second siege because all they wanted was David, right? they wanted David and and, they wanted to get the kids and they they wanted to get the kids. They wanted David, but they didn't want anything to happen to the kids. So although Janet was very reluctant also, side note about Janet Reno. Go back and watch the SNL episodes during this pe- time period. Oh, yes. Because Will Ferrell is the best Janet Reno oh, in the my entire God. world. He is spot on. We haven't had a cult in a while. Like, in America. <laughs> I know. That's why This is a Cult is going to be a thing soon. Shut up! We, there, no, there don't are, join are, Holly's cults. There are active cults. No, I've had several people. But that, not,
1: like, doing this kind of stuff. Re,
0: no, I'm sure Ricky, was still operating. Yeah,
1: that's true.
0: So, they're just more chill about it because people, like, had no chill in the 90s, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so, she had to make the ultimate call, like I said, whether or not they go back in. And although she was very reluctant and wanted to make sure it was literally their last option, she made the call and... To approve this. So Clinton, for whatever fucking reason, didn't know any of the. I mean, I'm sure he was aware of, of what, what was, was going, going on. on. Yeah, but when he was <clears> asked <throat> what he knew about the situation in Waco, he said, "I don't know, Frost." Oh my god! <laughs> no, he didn't I don't say know that. Frost. He said, "I think the attorney general made the decision." I don't know if that's, that's how he not worded Good, it. but when everyone, whenever the president's like, I. think think this happened? It's not a good sign. I mean, he was probably too busy practicing playing the the saxophone, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, so the siege started with the FBI using tear gas because it went so well the first time, um, because they thought it would be the most safe for the kids and they thought, well, tear gas obviously is less gonna fuck you up than a bullet. Yeah. So, or, and they didn't want to use any other, well, actually you can't use... Poisonous. That is breaking the Geneva code. Going back to Um Amshim Riccio. Anyway, at any rate, uh, they used the tear gas because they thought that maybe since it had been 51 days now, the Branch Davidians realized, like, this is Colonel's last stand. Like, you get either shit or get off the pot. Yeah. But, because David was such a fucking charismatic monster all of the kids and women ran inside a room on the second floor instead of fleeing, and there was no way for them to leave the room.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So after the gas attack, a small white flag appeared out of the window of the compound. What? But the FBI did not cease fire. Mm. So I think that they were like, okay, we get it. We don't know. get us. Yeah, like... Even David crush n- Well, I don't know. At some point, and I don't know when, but David died. Like, a lot of people died, obviously. Well, what, meh, I won't get into it. Uh, I'll talk about it later. Ed Bees, it's spoiler alerts. Um, so, around noon, FBI agents claimed they saw a cult member wearing a gas mask, and they were trying to light something on fire. So an agent pleaded over the loudspeaker. This is before they went in. Mm-hmm. This b- was before the siege that it, the second siege rather that is. And so an agent pleaded over the loudspeaker to stop. Don't do this. There were still children. And yeah. All of his children. And he had like fucking 14 or 19 kids. were all still in there. He didn't let any of them go. Yeah. But it was too late and a fire was started which set off all the gun ammunition mm. that was in it. Wow. And it was a very blustery day. And the house was, like, out in the prairie in yeah. fucking Texas. So, and it's full of fucking Bibles and paper and shit. So that place went up in real flames. quick. In yeah. it yeah. went from zero to 100 real quick. It was just, like, a ball of fire. I remember it happening and being, like, not comprehending it because I was, like, six. Being like, that probably shouldn't be happening happening so uh, like i said it was windy and it made them like don't do notes people if you have a podcast don't do them on yellow legal pad it's hard to read don't do long hand you look you look cool but it's not cool do you (laughs) no no no. I would people, say no, but not pe- really. people think they look cool. So, once the fire was put out, all that was left were ashes and bones. Whoa. One hundred branch Davidians died in the fire, including several children. The all ap- of David Crush's children. I believe all of David Crush's children. I'm pretty sure he did not let any of them go. So, the children who escaped, or who were able to escape and were let go, were basically broken children. Yeah. But, because only, mostly children were let go, they were the only survivors, so mm-hmm. they were the only people who were able to tell a story of what it was like being, you know, in the Branch Davidian mm-hmm. compound. There's actually a very sad story of a little girl who was a Branch Davidian, and um, she was a survivor, and she got a new home, like a foster home, and she was so amazed that they had running water. Wow. That they had plumbing. That they ate three times a day, and that their meals were warm because Branch Davidians were vegetarians and only ate fruit and vegetables. Yeah, weird, but and well, and, and popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> yeah, and popcorn apparently. And soup. Soup isn't usually cold. Soup is not usually cold. No, that uh, soup must have been like maybe they were drinking like split pea soup. Split. No, I'm sure it was like a vegetable based soup. Yeah. It was vegetable, no doubt. Um, So this is really fucking sad. I, remember how I told you about the spanking room? Yeah. Yeah. So at one point, they were showing the little girl around the house, like her new house. They went by the basement door, and she passed it and just stood there. And she was like, do you have a whipping room down there? And the her new mom was like, no. Mm. She's like, did you have one? And the little girl said, yeah. When like we didn't do what they wanted us to they took us down there so that they could beat us and no one could hear us wow yeah like i said they were broken yeah a lot of cults beat their children yeah so apparently in the branch davidian cult traditional familial bonds were prohibited he didn't want like you know you have your nuclear like you know me you me mom dad you have your family he didn't want any of that. He mm-hmm. didn't want anyone to have any. He wanted everybody to be family. One big get, family. Yeah, well, which, which is incestual because he had sex with everyone. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> well, yeah, yeah, David. Most of them are your family because you won't stop fucking everyone. Seriously. Like, ugh, get like, let you, He must have had dick issues, or like he had a. Like, I wish something. I could know
1: what his dick looked like. Uh
0: if I, oh my god I if i had a nickel for every time i wished i knew what david koresh's dick looked like was this
1: little girl the story is she one of his kids no because none of them got
0: no up. i don't think I, I think she was just she was just one of the victims yeah. who was uh lucky enough to leave but by age 12 apparently in the cult children were usually split away from their mothers which is a like a weird animal thing so like they weren't allowed to be like around their moms and be like raised as like adults or anything yeah brothers and sisters so they were all like kept together the kids um no brothers and sisters were separated to live with other (sighs) same-sex companions although i mean i guess you and i would be together right i mean i'm sure they would find they seem like dicks i'm sure they would have found some way to split us apart but they did not want because that's when, like, people leave, is, like, when people as a family... Band together, yeah. When they realize, like, oh, this isn't what I want from... Me. Like, he didn't want that to be able... To, he didn't want that to be able to happen. Yeah. So, boys were woken up every morning at 5.30 for gym, which was basically... He would just make them fight each other. What? like, wrestle? Fucking just, like, hand-to-hand, literally combat, practicing to get ready for, you know, the apocalyptic right. war he thought was gonna happen. But girls were spared from training and could sleep as late as they wanted, Hmm. which sounds great. But they had the lovely task of emptying the latrine because, of course, they didn't have indoor plumbing. Right, which is fucking disgusting. Is Um, this the one? Because I can already reading
1: something about a cult. You're thinking of the your children of God. Are they the ones who had sex class all day? Yeah. Ugh
0: well no 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 actually no these kids like had the girls strictly would these always kids be had having
1: class that was they yeah you actually you man. may be
0: i mean they were very the um the children of god were an incredibly sexual what am I, uh sexual cult but i think you are talking about this one because girls were usually singled out around the age of 11 and he was very open in talking about sex and prepared them for intercourse Ew. so yeah you were right Oh my god! I would have punched him in the face. You, but you wouldn't have, because you would have been
1: brainwashed. Because you grew I've up gotten completely in trouble different. At the life it, it, I've gotten in trouble at jobs
0: for not being nice to people. I know, but you would have been <clears throat> raised brainwashed, just like how you're atheist right now. But if you were born, you know, in a Muslim I'm country, atheist. well, I mean, like whatever. I'm like I don't know these. Okay, so you're um, agnostic. Yeah. But like if you <clears throat> grew up in a muslim, like you could be a muslim right now it all just depends on where you were born. No, I know. Like, you know what I mean. But uh
1: there's definitely still some of them I'm sure weren't fucking into it at all.
0: Oh, 100%. 100. 100. Just
1: cuz you're born into it doesn't mean that you're like going to go for it.
0: Yes, I completely agree. I completely agree. I just don't want to victim blame cuz it's not I'm like the same what I would do. No, I and I get that. Um, there was also a lot of shit, like, it was very controversial of whether what they did was justifiable or not, and so, obviously, the gun people got really, like, ticked off, like, why are you saying we can't have our guns? Mm-hmm. And they were like, you can have a gun, you just can't have a fucking shit ton. Right. So, at first, Janet Reno was praised for taking responsibility for the fuck up, mm-hmm. because, obviously, they fucked up. They fucked up big they time. They fucked up big time, and she... Was, you know, she owned up to her shit. Well,
1: also, if the point was that
0: they thought they
1: had a lot more weapons than they did, then starting fires was something that they knew was probably going to
0: happen, you know? Well, also, it was made known very early that David, I think he may have even said, like, I'm not just, I'm not giving myself up. I'm Mm -hmm. not leaving here alive. Which is why he died by a gunshot wound. Because someone shot him in the back of the head because he was too worried To do it himself. Mm -hmm. Oh, another fucked up kid thing. The kids were also, they had videos of them demonstrating how they knew how to kill themselves. Mm -hmm. And it was like videos of little kids with guns in their mouths. That's disgusting. It's super disgusting. So. Like handguns? Well, no, shotguns. That was another, that was another reason. They also thought he had illegal firearms. So he had. But all of them were legal? Well, I don't, I, that I do not know. But I believe he had um, sawed-off shotguns that were sh- um, sawed-off uh, too much. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's a legal amount. Because, like, otherwise it could, you can't have a fucking shotgun as right. a concealed weapon. That's what Columbine did. Or <laughs> When I say Columbine, I mean Dylan Kleibold and Eric Harris. <laughs> yeah, that's what Columbine did. That's what Columbine... I mean, that's what it's I mean uh, yeah, they took theirs way down. So, um, but it is unfortunate for Janet because... That is, like, her legacy. That is what she is known for, was the Waco fuck-up. I'm
2: talking to you. Somebody's gonna get hurt. Because this ain't America anymore when the ATF has that kind of power to come into anybody's home and kick doors down and things like
0: that. So, when the 500-page ATF report came out detailing the events of Waco, it was finally brought to light just how bad they really fucked up so the atf had established an undercover house near the compound and installed eight agents who were posing as college students but they were way too old to be like and they carried briefcases and drove like really expensive cars i think this may have been one of the things i think this is what like they gave themselves away like, right. I think this is how they were very sly. Yeah, this is how they were like, oh, okay. And David Crush is a fucking smart dude. Oh, he was incredibly smart. Yeah. He was a smart ass motherfucker. A piece of shit, but, you know. Um, so, also, the raid planners chose a direct assault in part because they believed correct. Crush rather never left the compound, but he did leave the compound. So, they lied about that. Mm-hmm. So, faulty intelligence led the ATF. To believe that the Branch Davidians kept their guns under lock and key, but guns were distributed Distributed in regular... Blah, 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 blah. They had the normal amount of guns. Okay. Like, everybody had a gun. It's not like they had, like... Massive amounts of guns. Yeah, I mean, not- they still had a decent amount of guns. Yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. There were a lot of them, and they had a fucking spanking room, but they didn't have, like, a gun room that was just full of, like... Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred guns. Right. Like everyone but just still. Had, I mean, that's still a decent. It's amount still of guns a lot of for guns for one person. Place. Oh, I hundred percent agree. Like maybe not everybody needs a gun. No. So um, also, eleven days before the raid, ATF ended surveillance on the compound. So the bureau's tactical planner said that they didn't learn of this gap until after the raid. So they lied about it. So they hmm. stopped surveilling them. You know, making it seem like, you know, they're not a threat anymore. Right. And then went back and fucked everything Er, up. Yeah. Seized. She seized. 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 Starring. Damn, dude. Yeah, man. So that is, uh, that is, uh, that is David David Koresh. Koresh and the... The Branch Davidians. And that is fucking Waco, boy. And it sucks. Poor Waco. Waco will only be known. It's like Columbine. People only know it by... Like when you hear when you hear the word Waco, you think, you think of one thing. You think of a burning compound. If you type in Waco and Google, that event. You're comes, gonna get that. Yeah, that's the first thing that comes up. And burning pictures of buildings show up. Yeah, no, it's horrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. I told you I had to watch it as a kid. It was like not cool. Definitely so, not cool. No. Not cool. So. Uh, this is the en- this is the end of the episode. This is the end of the Sisters Grimm podcast episode forever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so no. I recommend everyone. I mean, go hurry, out and get this. Hurry your adults. fucking dicks off because it's only on display until 4:20. Apparently, it's 11.99 in the U.S. It's 14.99 in Canada. I'm sorry to all of our other country listeners. We don't know your price range. They don't. They don't know. Um, you'll know it because there's a big old picture of uh, Charles Mancy on the front and there's a terrifying picture of Marshall Applewhite on the back. Uh, yeah, terrifying. Terrifying. Uh, yeah. It's great. They talk about, you know, all the classics. Uh, Which we will be talking about later. Exactly. In upcoming episodes. Yeah, because Morgan likes cults now. I'm
1: into cults. She won't and join honestly, mine, but she likes them. I will not join yours. Honestly,
0: watch the American Horror Story season
1: of uh,
0: cults. Oh my it's God. fucking great. They got... That's
1: such a good season. They
0: nailed the... Um, like, they're, they just did such a good job because they took, like, little elements from these super well-known cults. Yeah. Like... And added it and, into one... And made it their cult. could be a current-day cult. Exactly. A
1: fucking and cult,
0: what bitch. People don't realize is that cult leaders, yes, they're charismatic and whatever, but, like, they're unstable. Yeah. And they also get bored really easy, especially david Crush because he's a psychopath and psychopaths get bored he wasn't a serial killer so right. he was like trying to get all of so this like banging all the 14 year olds well yeah well because he was just get he all he wanted was like adulation and so he needed once, a lot of like he needed affirmation. a lot of information exactly and even so but no matter how much he would get it was never enough kind of like how you know i know how, people like that well and how like killers kill people and they think that it's going to make them feel so much better but once they do it and it doesn't yeah. which is why they just keep you know chasing that dragon isn't yeah. that when you do heroin I'm
1: pretty sure
0: okay i would not know what that is like but um, i know what it's like to want to go for your dreams for sure so you can catch us on instagram at the
1: sisters grim podcast catch us on twitter at the sisters grim pod look out for my
0: cult it will be called no, this don't. is a cult no, you guys, fuck you, Morgan. Just because you don't want to be in it.
1: And just as like a a warning, guys, don't answer phone calls if it's your zip code and your first three numbers of your phone, because it's a fucking cult.
0: Dude, no, wait, wait. Are you saying it's me? I'm not gonna cold
1: call. I'm not gonna cold call no, people. No, when the... people call you, when I get so many missed calls from the first three, like my okay, zip, yeah, no my Morgan, That's a scam.
0: Everyone knows that. No, it's a scam. That's it's not how cult. cults work. It's not a cult. It's culty. It's Russia. It's Putin. <laughs> Putin, Putin. So, this has been the Sisters Grim Podcast. Like we said, we are signing off. We love all of you.
1: We hope you have a cool game. If you
0: are in a cult and you're listening, like, you know, hit us up on MySpace
1: if you're allowed to. Yeah, hit up our MySpace at Sisters Grim Podcast. Hit up our
0: Zanga. Hit up our WordPress. Hit up our Blogger. Hit, hit up me up on our, AOL.
1: We, chat. Yeah, we are, sis, we are
0: Sisters Grim uh, 1234 on AIM. Yeah, AIM. 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 Whoa. On Yahoo Messenger, we are cutie okay, cutie. bye. Morgan hates me.